Welcome back, everyone, to the Horror Shed Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jared. With us, we have the one and only South Jersey, Jason. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Good. You are lagging. Emma, oh my God, what is going on? Pennsylvania internet? I'm telling you. I just set up the Twitch stuff here. How was your day today? How you been? I haven't talked uh, about it. I know. I'm loving my new job. I get home by like 520 Monday through Friday. So I'm doing good. I'm five, five by five yourself. Pretty good. Pretty good. Just got done a long week of work. Uh, can't. Well, I mean, we watched Scream, so I can't say I didn't watch anything. But I watched, yeah. I watched all the Rockies again. Did you? Yeah. Speaking of Rocky, I, I saw the headline. What is on my lip? Um, sorry. Uh, that no, what is on my lip? It's on my lip. I guess not. Maybe it's a shadow. That um, Michael B. Jordan is doing a Creed verse for Amazon. So I don't know if it's going to be a TV show or what. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. But we're not here to talk about Creed. Uh, we're going to spend part of this episode uh, talking about Monster Mania, and uh, we're going to be talking about Scream 6, so this is going to be spoilers, so if you haven't seen it, you might want to go watch it and then come back to us. Yep, turn it off now. We're also going to, I got some um, some exciting news, I went to Bloody Disgusting, got some stuff to talk about, maybe we'll do this every week, I'll peruse uh, Bloody Disgusting each week and compile some notes and everything, and we can talk about this, so... Let's get into the news. So I believe you've heard about it. It's been a talk of the town since midweek. Guillermo del Toro is re- working on a Frankenstein. Yeah. And uh, so, so far, Mia Goth, Oscar Isaac, and Andrew Garfield are in early talks to potentially come on board. Um, right now, he's working on the script, so no formal offers have been given to the actors. The tell the Del Toro has met with all three and they are on board, but not officially. So this is going to be his own take. Hmm. I hope it's not claymation. I hope it's not cartoon. Like <laughs> I want a good Frankenstein movie. So I'm assuming Oscar Isaac's going to be the monster. Andrew Garfield will be Victor Frankenstein, and Mia Goth could either play his girlfriend or. Who knows? Maybe Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, that'd be interesting. What is, do you think? Isn't Oscar Isaac a little small to play Frankenstein, though? Well, Robert De Niro played the monster, too. Yeah, well, we saw how that turned out. <laughs> yeah, well, that was more faithful to the novel. And and I didn't hate that movie. I, I, will I didn't say that hate right it. Now. I just felt like I, know, I haven't watched it since it came out. Maybe I'll appreciate it a little bit more. I just remember it being so long. Fucking Kenneth Brona or Brana or whatever you say his mm-hmm. name. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So <clears throat> who knows? Maybe this could be the rebirth. I still look like I have something on my lip. Yeah, there's nothing there, bro. Uh, maybe it's a shadow. Anyhow. Um, all right. Did you see Smile? I have not yet. I felt it was overrated. Now, it was a box office success. Um, it earned a worldwide $217 million. I wanted to check it out because uh, Kevin Bacon's daughter was the lead, and she's a good actress. I saw her on an Amazon TV show, and she was really good, and unfortunately, the show got canceled, um, much to a lot of fans. Sorry for the dogs barking. Uh, she played a social worker 
for individuals that had disabilities and they're living in a, um, an apartment complex like on their own. So she would come in and check on them. Really good TV show. But due to the success of Smile, we're going to get a Smile too. So Parker Finn, who wrote Smile, had just signed on a multi-picture deal with Paramount Pictures. And Smile 2 is one of the films that have been greenlit and is a top priority. Did you see It Follows? Yes. It's in the vein of that. Okay. Although you're not having sex, you just don't want to smile. <laughs> I, I, it was all right, but I felt like the third act was a little weak and, you know, let me down. Oh, that's modern horror. They let us down. Yeah. All right. You've, well, you've been around for a while. You've probably played uh, Silent Hill on PlayStation. Oh, yeah. I remember Silent Hill. Yes, we are live. My wife is here. Hello, Irene. Yeah. Oh, she's like, yeah. Um, so we did get your floating head. <laughs> we did get um, two films. One was okay. The sequel was crap. Oh, I got a timeout. Hold on, folks. I'm going to have for dinner. So Silent Hill is actually based off of a ghost town in Pennsylvania, Centralia. Have you heard of Centralia, Jared? Yes. Have you ever been? No. Ah, it's awesome. It's literally a ghost town. Uh, like, if you drive in town when I was there, there might have been two homes still left. But the fire hall still has the fire trucks in there from, like, the 70s. It's really cool. That is cool. So it looks like they're going to reboot the series. So officially announced late last year, Silent Hill movie director... Christoph Gans is returning to the franchise with Return to Silent Hill, a brand new film adaptation of Silent Hill 2. Never played Silent Hill 2 because I didn't beat the first one and I can't um, start a new game without beating the predecessor, even though they're really not linked together. Yeah. I'm a completist and it's my OCD. So um, Deadline reports that Jeremy Irvine from Warhorse and Hannah Emily Anderson from Jigsaw will lead the cast of the upcoming movie with filming to set off the kickoff next month. The film will follow James, a man broken after being separated from his one true love, which is Anderson, when a mysterious letter calls him back to Silent Hill in search of her. He finds a once recognizable town transformed by an unknown evil. As James descends deeper into the darkness, he encounters terrifying figures, both familiar and new, and begins to question his own sanity as he struggles to make sense of reality and hold on long enough to save his lost love. Return to Silent Hill is a mythological love story about someone so deeply in love they're willing to go to, to hell to save someone, said Director Gans. I'm delighted to have the wonderful talents of both Jeremy Irvine and Hannah Emily Anderson take us on the, this journey into a psychological horror world that I hope would both satisfy and surprise fans of Silent Hill. I already got tired just reading that, and I hope I don't get <laughs> tired watching the movie. <laughs> so, yeah, I liked the first movie. It was okay. The second one, which was a direct sequel to it, was a snooze fest. I didn't care for it too much. All right. This one really piqued my interest. Are you a fan of Halloween 5? That was... It was okay. I, I wasn't mad at it. I mean, uh, what was her name? The black-haired chick was a little annoying, but... Oh, Tina. Tina, yeah. Tina, yeah. Yeah. That's because they killed off the fan favorite, Rachel. I know. People, the fans are pissed off. So, like, I like the look of Michael, even though he went from being a scrawny guy to Don Shanks, very muscular, and the mask sort of transformed, too. Um, I like Tina, 
I really I like her in that witch outfit she was wearing. Yeah. But so um now we have this coming out soon. You can now watch Halloween five at the actual Myers house in Salt Lake City this summer. So the Myers house went from a two-story regular house to like this Victorian looking house in part five. So Kenny Caperton of Onset Cinema, who does uh, the movie nights on location, like at the Conjuring House, uh, the Myers House in North Carolina. Um, so Onset Cinema is an ongoing film series that presents movie screenings of cult favorites and horror classics at their actual filming locations. And one of this year's events will be taking place in Salt Lake City, Utah. The Onset Cinema team is hosting a special screening tour and overnight stays at the actual Myers House from Halloween 5. The event will be taking place on Friday, August 25th. This is the first time fans have ever had the opportunity to visit this house. Caperton tells Bloody Disgusting. This is the location where Dr. Loomis and Jamie Lloyd face off with Michael Myers during the movie's climactic ending. Fans will have a complete guided tour of the property grounds as well as a look inside the house. You'll be able to see where Loomis confronts Michael Myers on the staircase and gets slashed. Stand exactly where Loomis uses Jamie as bait and traps Michael in the chain net. Stare up at the turret where Michael hangs Deputy Charlie from the window and more. Kenny teases there will be Halloween music playing, trick-or-treat candy, the property house tour, and an outdoor screen of Halloween 5 in the front yard. The property is small, so tickets to this event are very limited. All right. And if that's not enough for you, seven fans have the opportunity, the incredible opportunity, to spend the night inside the house for the ultimate experience. There will be pizza, drinks, board games, and of course, a horathon with more movies playing late into the night. Hmm. I would actually like to go to one of those things. That'd be know? fun. I could, it would be a good I could, time. I could see you doing like the movie at the Conjuring House. Oh, like, yeah. That's yeah. why. All right. This one we were actually talking about last week about Thanksgiving, which was a Fox movie trailer that um, Eli Roth had made when the Planet Terror Death Proof movies come out. So 16 years after Grindhouse, filming on Eli Roth's slasher has begun. It's only March, but Eli Roth is already celebrating Thanksgiving this month, with Sony taking to social media today to announce that filming on the slasher is now underway. The film, an expansion of Roth's Fox trailer seen in Grindhouse, will be released in theaters worldwide by TriStar Pictures and Spyglass Media. Addison Ray will star alongside Patrick Dempsey, Jalen Thomas-Brooks, Milo Mannheim, and Neil Verlog. In the feature-length slasher, Gina Gershon, Tim Dillon, and Rick Hoffman will also star. Roth wrote the script with Jeff Rendell. Roger Brimbaum and E. Roth are producing. Deadline reminds the Thanksgiving trailer presented a gory teaser about a pseudo-movie in which a slasher makes his own carving board out of the inhabitants of a Massachusetts town that makes a big annual fuss over the annual Turkey Day. One of the pivotal scenes involved Roth himself separated his head while in the throes of passion with a date in a convertible. It was popular enough that plans formulated to make a feature-length blood fest with Roth at the helm, but 15 years has passed since the original Grindhouse release, and you could be forgiven for thinking that Thanksgiving was never coming. So we know it's going to be a bloodbath. It's Eli Roth. Um, it's it's headlining Addison Ray. Who is that? It's a TikTok girl. She doesn't. She, when TikTok first came out, she was real big on it. Okay. So yeah, that's what we're doing. Cool. Hey, well, maybe, maybe she's killed maybe, the first five minutes. Or and the budget's going towards special effects. You know. <laughs> uh, I guess you can be well if you go on Cameo. 
like or every once in a while if i'm bored i'll see like what celebrities are on there i'm sorry but tiktok and youtube doesn't con 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 what's over before constitute as a celebrity yeah until you hit like yeah. mr beast level i think yeah 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 all right, so we're going to get into the TV segment. So this one kind of piqued my interest because it was under the TV section of the news, but I don't know. It was, the article was very vague if it's going to be TV or uh, because it's Amazon Prime. Could it be a movie? But Poltergeist, Amazon reportedly looking to revive the franchise. We are now nearly 10 years removed from the most recent installment in the Poltergeist franchise. Yeah, it was it was horse dookie. It, it, the, it, it, my thing with that movie was it was a good movie if it was mm -hmm. something else. Yeah. Like this I is like your take on Poltergeist, but it was a good movie. Like I like the actors, I like the FX, I like the story, but it's not fucking Poltergeist. Call it something else. Call it yeah. Haunted House. I 1. really liked I really like Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Or Rockwell, Rothwell, Rockwell, I think it is. He's a great actor. He was great. Anything he's in, I'll watch because he's just he's got different like he's good for everything you know he's played he was actually nominated for an oscar for like it was the movie about the three billboards and he played a um like a sheriff's deputy and his character was so evil in that movie and he was so good and i believe he won the oscar that year for it um all right so the the last movie we got was 2015 that film failed to make a splash of any kind coming along in the wake of two sequels and a four season tv series the TV series, like, I was hard. Poltergeist, The Legacy. I just remember, like, it was, like, syndication, late 90s. I believe Undertaker was in an episode. So what's going on with the Poltergeist franchise? Amazon, you may recall, recently required MGM, and it looks like Amazon is interested in bringing the horror franchise back to life. Well, you know what? I'm happy Amazon picked it up and not Blumhouse. Yeah. <laughs> During this week's episode of The Hot Mic, co-hosted by Joe Roca. Reliable entertainment journalist Jeff Snyder shared what he has heard about Amazon for Poltergeist, naming the franchise as one of several MGM properties that Amazon is looking to prioritize. Snyder knows that Poltergeist situation is complicated by the fact that Spielberg would likely need to be involved. Spielberg, of course, produced the original 1982 horror classic. Well, he also directed it, too. Mm -hmm. All this stuff is so up in the air, Snyder makes sure to note. Amazon is still figuring things out. What we have here in MGM, what do we... What do we have here in MGM? What do we want to do with it? And how do we want to do it? Be interesting. Is there a yeah. Poltergeist 1, 2, and 3 Blu-ray set? There might be. Uh, although, like, I wouldn't want to get the third one. You know, I would just get the first two. I I, I, I didn't mind three. It, it was something different. I like Tom Skerritt. I just, the guy that played Kane, yeah. uh, that, that makeup was horrible. But he's not in it that much. It's more like the building effects that were really cool. Yeah, yeah. It was like some of the stuff, like, uh, you know, because everything was like mirrors in there. So, like, uh, the the crack going up or down, like, the whole um, mirror, like, down the elevator. Um, your mirror self looking at you as you're walking away um this the when they were in the parking lot and the puddle like mm -hmm. turns into something that was cool and then it tom scarrett and nancy allen are in the parking lot and it's like a frozen tundra yeah uh it was cool up until kane was like driving a car so <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right do. i love a good horror video game and we just like the movies we don't really get good horror games lately you know like 
I think the one series I like playing is The Evil Within, which is on PlayStation 4. But other than that, like the, I remember the one true horror video game that scared me when I first played it was the original Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. There's fucking dogs jumping through the window. Yes, yes. So as you may know, we are getting a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the game, which is produced by Gun Interactive, which gave us Friday the 13th, which was great when it first came out. And then they had to shut it down because of the lawsuit. We also got uh, an Aliens Predator game, two different ones. One was a Predator, one was an Alien. We are getting Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And a new trailer for the video game dropped, I believe, this morning or late last night. Uh, so it's announced for August 18th. Gun Interactive President and CEO Wes Couchner reaction on Twitter says it all. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the game, finally has a release date of August 18th. Not only that, but there's a new trailer, which I had just mentioned. It's out on IGN, but you can find it on YouTube, alongside an announcement of technical test on May 25th. Details on the technical test are yet to be revealed, but there's a good chance that both PC and consoles will be involved. As for the trailer, it's a short but sweet affair as members, family members slice and dice victims in appropriately bloody fashion, culminating in a short clip of Leatherface delivering a coup de grace on one unfortunate soul. The trailer ends on a shot of the family portrait that recreates the famous photo of the family sitting on the porch, and it will be available on PS4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, and PC by Steam and Xbox Game Pass. Now, in the vein of all the other games that uh, Gun has done, it's going to be online. Uh, I'm hoping there's going to be a storyline campaign because they got a lot of great voice talent in this. So, but regardless, I'm going to get it. The one thing I had to say about the trailer, the, the Leatherface family, they look too clean. Yeah. They didn't look dirty. But I saw... Um, the hitchhiker man like they 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 nailed like his look and everything but dave brown and i were talking about it earlier and he's like they need to be dirtier but other than that it looked good yeah we'll see i mean some of those multiplayer i wish we had a story horror game make up a yeah. new story star wars has done it since video games dropped you can yeah. create a plethora of content without 10 minute little battles between Four people. The only thing is, is there enough for like a horror fran? Like I could see it in like a Nightmare on Elm Street video game, you know, because you're in a dream world. I could see stuff like that, but for Friday Thirteenth or Texas Chainsaw or Halloween, is there enough to make a, a campaign? You, you can go wherever you want. You can do whatever you want with. It. You can make your own new Halloween movie right on the PC. I mean, hey, you can even have uh, Corey as a downloadable player. I mean, we got new <laughs> Jedi popping up all the time here. I mean, yeah. the, the dude from Gotham and uh, Shameless is now a Jedi. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Did you play that game? Uh, I really liked it, but I'm not. Like, adventure games are fun, but I hate having to make my way back to the ship. That drove me nuts. Mm. Like, you do okay. all that to get there. <laughs> Just get me back to the ship. Like, right, I, right. I'm not going all the way. Like,. I'm not. I'm not in it for the track. <laughs> I'm in it for yeah. the story. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. So that's yeah. when I gave up on it. Right now, you shared something earlier. Uh, Trans world. You want oh, to talk about that? Huge news on the other side of the podcast. Um, I was one of the first social media outlets to post it, so I was pretty nice. pretty excited about that. Trans world is coming to Philly, and for those of you that don't know what Trans world is, 
it is the biggest haunt convention in the country. Oh, it's not about transvestites. No, it's not about transvestites. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, there there probably are <laughs> some there because you know, haunt, they're well, why do they call it trans world? That's yeah, a weird no idea. Haunt. I'd okay. have to get back to you on that. I don't. I I was told once, but I don't remember. But uh, yeah, it's big business. Uh, they have it usually once a year in St. Louis, Missouri. They just told us we're getting an East Coast Trans World coming to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So that means there'll be like two then, like one in Missouri and one in Philly. Yeah, I think that's what they're doing. I think they're going to go with the. I think they're going to keep the because it used to be March was Trans World, but they were working on the center in St. Louis, so they had it in February. So I'm thinking maybe they liked how February worked because then they could do February and then April. But I mean, okay. it's where all the haunts find their stuff. We talk to each other, classes. It's 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 huge. Like now, there's constantly millions of dollars trading hands at Transworld. Now, would you go as a vendor or a spectator? No, nah, I'll, I'll go as press. I'll try to okay. I'll try to get a press pass and. Do interviews with the uh, because they'll set up full displays, man. I'll shoot you a video mm. of what it looks like. It's it's insanity. Like they put up full haunted houses in there. They put oh, up wow. full haunted house props, everything. Like it's people think convention. You think like you know, people getting together talking, but nah, this is it's big more deals. business. Like yeah, a, more business. Now, will there be Tumblr vendors there? Probably, <laughs> there'll probably be a couple. I I don't think so though, because the this the vendor table's kind of steep because okay. of what they're trying to get, mm -hmm. and it for the amount of money you're gonna make. I mean, I think one. I think they were. I think they were called Immortal Mask. They brought like one point five million dollars in inventory, Damn. and they sold a lot of it. Wow. <laughs> I mean, wow. they had like six tables, so they spent like ten grand to be there. Right. Wow. 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 So, that was, yeah, so let me know if you go. Um, you know, if it's relatively near us, I wouldn't mind going, buying a day pass, and yeah, it's, you know, checking it out. It's 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 once in a lifetime. I never made it to the St. Louis one, and that when when that popped up, I had to keep reading because I know I read Philadelphia. I was like, no. I kept reading. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good for, especially for your other venture. Oh, yeah. I mean, Haunts 365, that would really help you network and get out there. Oh, awesome. We also became official members of the Haunted, Haunted Attraction Association today. Nice. Good for you. Yeah. Awesome. So we joined that, which I've so been meaning you, to do, but just never So did. now <clears throat> you can put that logo on your brand, right? Yep, it's already on my website. <laughs> oh, there, there you go. We need to find if there's a horror podcast association out there. You know? Yeah, we'll, we'll look for it. <laughs> All right, well, speaking of vendor tumblers, Ooh. we're going to switch gears now. All right, so we're going to do Monster, Monster Mania, Mania first. Okay. I, I got good points and I got bad points to this. Okay. Good time, had fun, huge crowd, big turnout, which is very normal for Monster Mania and Cherry Hill. How was the parking? What? How did you? We got the there parking? early enough, parked instantly. Were you in the main parking lot? Yep. Damn. Yeah. Okay. We, How we, did you get there? We got there at eight. Okay. I'm surprised it wasn't filled out that time. 
maybe it was seven thirty. No, I think it was. I think we got there at eight because our photo op was at eleven thirty, and I knew mm-hmm. we had the early access for nine. And there's a lot of cool vendors, but you can knock it out in an hour. So yeah. I was like, all right, let's get the vendors done, find out where Charlie's going to be, and then we'll hit the road once we're done, Charlie. Yeah, so let's tell the watchers and listeners why you went to Monster Mania. Who is Charlie? Charlie Hunnam, Jack's teller from Sons of Anarchy, is one of my wife's uh, bucket lists to meet. So as soon as I saw he was coming, I bought her a photo op. Nice. Photo op ran really smooth. Mm-hmm. It was just mainly me being done being there that I wanted to just like let's go, right. <laughs> but yeah, how they work the photo op is dumb in this location. So when you walk into Monster Mania, you have the hallway, and then you do a big loop for all the vendors. In the middle of that big loop is the photo op room. They have the line for the photo op in front of all the vendors when the other side with the same fucking doors is empty there's no vendor there why the fuck would you not make that the entrance so i read some of the things i heard a lot of bitching going on if i was fright rags i demand a refund right fucking now because they were blocking their table the whole table the whole table Mm. and that was the designated line after session A, they tried starting it out there, but you have two entrances. Flip the fucking booth around. What are you doing? Right. Yeah. Now I know in years past when they did pro photo ops, I believe it was like when they had a room on the second floor. Oh no, we this was in the middle of the that center room. That was the photo op room. And, you know, that's why one of the reasons I don't go to Cherry Hill location anymore for reasons like that. It's it's stupid. He crams as many people as he can get in there. Yeah. The vendors, I talked to some vendors, and while they make a lot of money, they don't like it because they're just elbow to elbow with other vendors. There's yeah. like no room. The Oaks PA, ideal location, the one huge room, they have all the talent, and then in the corner... They have the pro photo ops, and there's plenty of room for everything. Vendors have their own room. Yep. And and even some of the vendors are cut off. Like, are right. you the shitty vendors that get stuck out in that other place that you don't even know is there? I know Which it's place there. place is that? The, the one at the front entrance? Yeah, by the coffee shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could put, you, if you don't, because all the lines going for the main vendors. Mm-hmm. If you don't know about that room, which I did know about it just because I was there before. So anyone yeah. that's never been there before has no idea what's in that fucking room. Dumb. They still have, they still have the one vendor room. Like if you're walking to the main ballroom, it's off to your left. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But that, and, that you could see, you know, because, yeah, yeah. But, how they did the photo ops was just very unnerving because when you first walked in, you know, you scan your badge or whatever, there's no vendors for about 200 feet. Oh, wow. Why isn't that your line for the photo op when it goes right, into right. the same room? You know what? And it very well could have been, but I'm sorry. The majority of their volunteers don't get the guidance by who's No, ever... because they brought the sign out that has the times on it. Mm-hmm. To the one in front of the vendors, so this was just it was is so and you know Fright Racks is probably paying about eight hundred dollars for a table and yeah. how much business they probably lost for that for that. those three sessions 
They probably didn't make a single sale. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean, we I, should get Fright Rags on there and talk about it. We <laughs> should. I mean, I, the, my heart goes out to them. I know it's a pain in the ass to do, but that was that was ridiculous. Right. You have access on the other side that's not full of vendors, and you can have the line go out to the lobby and not interfere with any of the vendors and have right. them exit into fucking vendors. Right, yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, I'm not the smartest dude. Like, yeah, I'm an engineer, but it didn't take the fucking lead cashier at Walmart for me to figure that out. <laughs> now, speaking of vendors, uh, one of the things you had said was price gouging. Like, oh, my some, some, God. Yeah. Some were cool. Like, some had, uh, uh, I should have got them. I kind of wish I got them. They were only 10 bucks. They were, uh, reproductions <clears throat> of press releases for movies. Uh, that's cool. So they were, you know, just recopies or whatever. And she was, she was selling like one for 10 or three for 20. I mean, good deal. It's, yeah. It'll sit on, it'll look cool on the wall. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And she was selling little stills of them. You know, they're all fake. They're all reproduction, mm -hmm. yeah, but they're yeah, fun. Yeah. They're something different. Mm -hmm. She was awesome priced. This dude made a diorama the size of a shoebox with a Freddy action figure and a boiler room and wanted $380. I think I know who you're talking about, too. What? Yeah. It's the same one that's selling this guy for $500. Wow. I got him for $200. You need to calm the fuck down. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was give or take. Some were really crazy. Some weren't. There's dioramas, Bluebeard. That, that's... Get the fuck out of here. There's a... I love this one vendor. I see him at Monster Mania. I don't know if I've seen... I think I might have seen an NJ. He's called Curious Goods. And he does, like, shadow boxes. He was there. And yeah. that was a little... I, Some of his stuff is a little higher, but... Like, well, I follow him on Instagram, and um, some of the stuff he sells, like, he'll sh showcase on Instagram. Yeah. Is, like, reasonable price, you know? But they weren't bad. I, I think they were 70. Which, yeah. He, they all are metal. So, I mean, metal costs money. So, I, yeah. I was cool at 70, but the glass he has on him is too dark. Mm. It's kind of hard to see. Like, you wouldn't be able to see. It would be just like a black box behind me. Yeah. My favorite shadow box is one my friends, um, husband made me it was a it was a surprise birthday gift and it was um in a black shadow box and it was a jason figure for final chapter and he put it red led lights in it with the switch on the outside and i flick it on one of the coolest things i've ever gotten but i get you know you're trying to make money and that's fine but like even the artists weren't gouging like, right. you know, the real colorful prints, I forget the dude's name. He's really talented, but he does like the real colorful, like Freddy, like the backgrounds, like all like, is it like the one I got you? Like that guy? It wasn't that guy, but it was close okay. to that guy, but it was just like okay. highly detailed paintings with bright colors, like kind of mm -hmm. like neon yellow, neon greens and okay. stuff. He only wanted like 25 for the big prints. And this is all so shitty. Like a Oh, like 11, 11 yeah, 11 by 17. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I've, it, they were is, beautiful. I just, right. he didn't, the Freddy he had, I didn't like, but I liked some of the other stuff. Yeah. Um. Now, I'm taking it and talking with you, there's a lot of tumblers for sale. There's a lot of tumblers, and there's a <laughs> lot of, a lot of vendors that are vending the same thing. 
especially when it comes to the tumblers. Listen, yeah. every everyone in America has a cricket right now, and they're printing tumblers. Join our tumbler business. Stop. We don't need it. Come up with something right. else, and yeah. vet the vendors a little more because you're having duplicates. It's kind of, kind of, kind of weird. Yeah. Now let's talk about your wife and leading up to Charlie Hunman. Was she getting the like the? Uh, oh, she was getting. She was getting nervous when <laughs> they finally called session A. We're in line. I'm like, yeah, all right. She's like, yeah, no, yeah, no. I'm like, all right. So I didn't even go back with her. I just took her purse and made a left. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, she came out. She cried. Apparently, he hugged her. Said, "Thank you for coming." Then they squeezed her real tight for the picture, and you could see her. She's like, "Oh, she had a big grin." She's, on there. she's like purple. <laughs> <laughs> and Did then say what uh, he smelled like. Did he smell like? She honey? said she didn't notice. <laughs> okay. So I guess she was just. She's like, and then he thanked me for coming again, darling. And so he used the British accent to begin with, and then the uh, American accent after. Melting, she was melting like butter. <laughs> oh my god! It's just. It, but she said he was really nice, and it was really cool, and uh, it was cool because I saw um, Emilio Alvarez from Emilio! the show. He was leaving, and I oh, know, okay. I, I gave yeah, him like a head nod, and he was like, and then uh, he said bye to everyone, and then looked back at me nice. like this because I was somebody. <laughs> now, did you walk like the ballroom where the artists were just just to get a layout, even though you weren't getting any. No, we didn't even go back there. There was a giant line back there, and I wasn't sure if it was for Rose, which I was hearing it was for, or if it was just to get back there in general. So I didn't even deal with it. I bet not. You know, it was from Rose. Probably freaking David Howard Thornton. No, he was in know. a different room. Oh, was he? He was in that main right room. Okay, that okay. They had all. So they must have put all the. They all, had all a terrifier in there. Yeah. So yeah, I heard the line was for Rose for that. And that, you know, I'm sorry, Rose, and you know, I don't know why when you are a beautiful person, you have to do work on your uh, face. I don't know. I mean, she was so. I mean, come on. Um, she was she was Tate Tate Tatum or whatever. Yeah, Tatum. Screen mm-hmm. beautiful. You know, it was cold when she had to go get the beer. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, and it's just like. I guess it's that Hollywood pressure. You have to inject yourself. and I guess, man. But, yeah, I mean. Mm. But then there's others that do it fine. Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, Laura Dern looks fine from uh, Jurassic Park. You think, you think she's got work done? No, I don't think so. Oh, oh yeah. She's aged yeah. gracefully, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know who I think is a vampire, though? Uh, Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Instagram, yeah, she looks, I think, better now than she did when like Underworld came out. Yeah. Like the woman, she has a daughter, and I can't tell who's who. I know it's <laughs> it's, and I don't think it's makeup because I've seen a couple of clips of her in like robes and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, wow, yep. I mean, it's one of uh, Pete Davidson's conquests. So, <laughs> <laughs> so overall, if you weren't if there wasn't a big headliner for like your wife, would you attend Monster Mania? I would go early. Mm-hmm. I would get that Saturday or go Sunday because I know the crowds are a lot less on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday's usually like if I would I would go to conventions on a Sunday. One, it's not as busy, and two, the vendors 
they're selling things for a little cheaper because they don't want to haul the stuff away. And it's cheaper to get in. It's only like 20, yeah. 25 bucks on Sunday. So right. I would stick to Sundays if I'm not going for like Freddy. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, so that being said, NJ Horrorcon will be it will be uh, the weekend following when this comes out on Monday. Yep. So the 24th, 25th, and 26th. I will be going on the 25th. Not with my wife. She's giving me full reign because she doesn't want to deal with anything. She's like, just go have fun. So I'm meeting up with two of my oldest and dearest friends. She's going to meet Eric Roberts, Mr. I have 755 movie titles to my name. (laughs) (laughs) And um, my one friend, Jim, her crazy's husband, he's going to support her as you were. But he also wants to go and meet the Grim Life duo. He enjoys their videos. I love their videos. But what I don't like is I sent them a tweet. Well, a quick little mm-hmm. DM one time. Hey, love to have you for an interview. We both do haunted attractions. Love to see your take on things. That's all I said. Instantly blocked. Why? I didn't fucking, mm-hmm. I didn't text you 17 times. I texted right. you once. And I let it sit there. And then I was just on Twitter. And then I'm looking. I go to message. And it says, you can no longer message this person. You know what? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. You know, it's a, it was very disheartening when you told me that. And also, what I've noticed. I get you. You know, you, you're very popular. But there is no interaction when they make a post. Yeah. Nothing. No. Like, they don't talk to the fans at all. I'm kind of curious to see how they are in person um, because I like like filming location stuff. Yeah. And like um, Mike, I think is his name is very knowledgeable stuff. He knows his he stuff. does his homework before he heads out. Yeah. There. Yeah. But it's like if it wasn't for people like you and me, you wouldn't be where you're at. Right. And you know? like if you if you're busy, I'm busy. There's times I can't answer every message. We're running two podcasts. One's older so it's kind of up there i get messages all the time you know mm-hmm. what i've not blocked one fucking person yeah to just instantly block like just don't answer it's yeah. that fucking easy you don't have to answer that's fine right but to instantly block have fun i'm done watching your shit yeah yeah but it's it's disheartening because like i said uh like I, I haven't, I don't watch their videos all the time. I watch it like if I'm bored and I can't fall asleep. Yeah. Um. There was a time where I would watch them um, religiously when a new video came out. Oh, but... dude, I would let them all queue up here when I was working on videos or you know doing work. But now I'm just like, you know what? Me and uh, me and me and uh, Sean become friends through his YouTube channel. So I'm gonna continue watching Sean. There I love you know. his podcast. <laughs> Check it out. The thing with two heads. Some are very long, but that fits me because I have a mm-hmm. lot of long drives. Yeah. Like yeah, that Tom yeah. Savini one was three hours. And Holy I, crap. But you know what? It was nonstop interesting. Between That's the good. conversation between them two, a lot of people send him stuff. They've both been involved in so many damn movies that there's always mm-hmm. a story. Then they have that little get out of my yard segment with things that are annoying them. And it's stuff that's okay. annoying us too. And then they get Tom Savini on. And how is that not going to be fucking interesting? Right, right. So yeah, it kept my interest and it made my three and a half hour drive from PA so much nicer. 
Nice. Very nice. Very nice. So, like, some of them are long, and I get it. Not a, There's very few people in a car as long as I am. But for me, it fits, and I I, I like the way that dude is. So, mm-hmm. he'll, yeah. he'll get my attention um, over them now. Yeah, and if you you know if you don't know, we're talking about Sean Clark, who uh, he's a booking agent on the West Coast, and he's got a great roster. Yeah, actually, like a really good roster, and he also does. If you've seen, um, if you own like any um, Shout Factory DVD movies, primarily a lot because he loves John Carpenter. He does a lot of Carpenter. Uh, it's called Hallowed Hard Ground. So, yeah. and there you can find them on YouTube as well. Um, and he's got his collection is sick. Sick. It's gotta be easily like top three in the country. It really does yeah. for the like he doesn't have what we have. He's got oh, this was the poltergeist fucking clown. Clown. He's got it. Like the real one. Here's every Halloween Michael Myers mask in the movies. Yeah. You know? like, uh-huh. If it's not the hero, it's the stunt one. And he has the original. <laughs> I was watching the special he had. He bought the um the original mask that they turned into the Michael Myers mask. So oh, the William Shatner. He one? has the original William Shatner one. Not the like uh, William Shatner mask, but yeah, not, like the one from the movie. Yeah, the one that, that one they like the, the one that they transformed into it. Nice. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but check those guys out. Like I said, I like the Grim Life. It's cool they're coming, but I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I think they're charging like sixty bucks for photo ops, professional photo ops. <laughs> they got a decent following, but they ain't up there fuck for that. Like, yeah, I don't know what their autograph price is because they haven't. Actually, no, they did release that. I have to go on. But what are you the... gonna do with the Grim Life autograph? It, what are you gonna put it on? There's no pops or anything. Like you're gonna have a picture. I mean, that's like a... me as a cosplayer charging money to sign an autograph picture of me. It's the same know? thing. It'd be like yeah. us charging for podcast episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Oh well. All right. We so... got one last horse to tackle. So, like we said in the beginning, <laughs> if you do not want spoilers, we're not gonna try and spill it all. But shit's gonna slip. I know that now. Thanks for coming. I will see you next week. For the rest of you, let's get in the Scream 6. I have a trailer. I'm not going to play that Monster Mania footage. It's too fucking shaky. Okay. But let's do the trailer. You got a problem here, guy? this secret. There's a darkness inside of me. It followed me here. And it's gonna keep coming for us. We share a certain history. 
This isn't like any other ghost face. What is this place? A shrine. We've got to lure him in. We execute him. Hello? Let's play a game. You know you're like the tenth guy to try this, right? It never works out for the dipshit in the mask. Maybe. But there's never been one like me, Gail. <laughs> I'm something... different. That's why I'm gonna shoot you in the head. You want me. So let's finish this. Guys? Alright, so this, that was the extended trailer for Scream 6. Let's go. Alright, so what were your thoughts going in? I'm going to do my positives, and then we'll hop into the negatives, I guess. I liked the opening scene, because it was very different. Yeah. Kind of a different I liked, twist. I liked... I was like, holy crap, that's Flash Thompson from the new <laughs> Spider-Man movies. <laughs> Yeah, so that was kind of quick, and you're kind of left like, what the fuck? It was kind of like the Friday the 13th remake, when you're like, yeah. you're eating a problem. We're done? They're all dead? <laughs> I, liked, I liked how they used a dating app to lure the, the teacher. Yes, something, very different. Something different. And the teacher was Samara Weaving, who um, she was uh, in a few movies I did like. Uh, she was, let me just pull her thing up real quick. She was in The Babysitter. Uh, she was in Ready or Not, I believe it was called. Yeah, Ready or Not, which was a fun film. Um, yeah, The Babysitter. I loved The Babysitter. The second one, I didn't care for too much. I liked it. Uh, I thought it just didn't. It didn't have. I don't know. It just wasn't as good as the first one. No, no, nothing really will. But I mean, Jenna Ortega in that was fucking hilarious. She had me dying. Jenna Ortega was in The Babysitter. What the second one? Yeah, second one. I gotta go back and watch it. She's the uh, girl interest. Oh, okay, okay. Look at you, see, you didn't know her then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it starts off, you know, she's in a restaurant, and the guy's like, oh, I'm lost, and um, she feels like she's maybe getting stood up, and, um, you know, he lures her into an alley, and automatically she is gutted like a pig. Yep. Instantly, and, and then instantly the mask comes off. I'm like, "What the I fuck?" I know. I was like, "I was like, something's got to be up." Is this? Are we watching another stab movie? Right. You know, that's what I thought too. We, we were gonna come back to like how Scream Four did, where they're sitting on the couch over and over and over again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I and you no, know, they did the reveal. I'm like, this, this, something's gonna happen. Yeah, you know. And he goes back home. Well, he when he's going back home, he bumps into uh, Jenna Ortega. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you can tell he's crushing on her and she doesn't want anything to do with him. And then you find out, like, he, uh, how, how do we find out? Was he, him and this other guy was plotting something, like, kill. So are they in a cult? Are they copycats? Like, what's going on? Yeah, what are they doing? Like, 
Yeah, and then he gets a you know I think it was a text message or a phone call from his friend or a phone call from his phone friend, call. and then he finds a friend's head in the fridge. That's like Friday Thirteenth Part Two right yep. there. And there are yeah. a lot of tropes: the the knife going against the steel uh, pipe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. reminiscent of our boy. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of good tropes. There's a last last podcast uh, last. I saw that. that you see that poster, that poster up there? Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. I was like, I wonder if they had to pay the guys royalties to have that on there. Probably. <laughs> I don't even so want to know what those guys make. Uh, they got like they got like a team of people working for that. Oh yeah. I think the team does all the investigations. I don't think they do because they yeah. know way too much and they're okay. quick with it. So I think yeah. the one dude that talks mainly, he does a lot of the research himself. Where yeah. he's very fucking good at just going, all right, got it. I would love to see them like one of their live shows. Yeah. That'd be fun. It would yeah, be fun. They crack me um, up. Yeah, so it's so we find out that Jenna Ortega and her sister and their two best friends all moved to New York. They're going to NYU. NYU or Stratford some, College or whatever they're calling yeah. it. Yeah. Um what did you think of the twins? Like, what's your take on the twins? I think I liked him more this and her less this movie. I feel like they're making him the new Dewey, always getting stabbed but not dying. Yeah, but he's entertaining, so I'm cool he with is, these yeah. two. They, the two of them, the fighting and the bickering, very funny. Yeah, I felt again it was over the top with the this the this twin sister, like. It's over the top with I got it wrong. This is the ending. This is not this is how, how it's supposed to be. Like it was too much. Yeah. You know, for the requel, sequel, or whatever. Um, I felt there's really good chemistry between the brother and Jenna Ortega. Like he's watching out for her, but then you find out like they do like each yeah. other. Um so I had a funny feeling about the roommate. Uh, I forget her name, the redhead. Yeah. Like something's something's off. Um, Dermot Maroney as the cop, he's a great actor, but I felt his dialogue was horseshit. Yeah. And he was overacting. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of good things I liked. Like, I had fun watching the movie. I'll tell you that. Like the whole scene in the the barrio with the shotgun. That was that was my favorite scene of the movie. Yeah. I I like that, and I liked the the look of the original mask. Yes, like, like that was really. But cool. how much did that look like the fucking Halloween Kills mask? True. You know what I mean. That's where I was just like, you could use a different color or something, make it look old a different way. But yeah. I mean, it was cool seeing the shrine. The shrine was definitely cool. That was really great. The killer's lair. I like that. They had artifacts from like every kill or movie and every costume and like the DNA. That was something cool. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, man, this better be Stu. Come on, bring back Stu. <laughs> I think and, we were all hoping for Stu. Yeah. Well, I would have liked anything other than a shitty reveal we got, which oh. I'm sorry. It's the same thing. I mean, they're basically picking up from the uh, Scream. F- Five, basically now it's going to revolt. Basically, the motives are going to be from anything to do from five on. Yeah, and that's that's just weak because there's yeah, it's weak. You it was you can write poor. it better. There's there's 
different angles you could take. It, you could have made this more fun. For a second, I was thinking it was Kirby. For a second. Yeah. Because when the cop was like, uh, she was fired from the Academy like a year ago. Well, that's that Wes Craven red herring thrown in there. Yeah. Yeah. And let's talk about Kirby. I was kind of like this until she came on. <laughs> um, Hayden, you know, you're looking good, but I'm sorry. Like uh, Courtney Cox's character said, uh, you know, making fun of her being an FBI agent because she's like too young. Yeah. I, I, it was. I can see. It was tough to believe. I can see her being more like her character being more like a therapist for yeah. traumatic experiences. Uh, she doesn't. I mean, I'm sorry if every FBI agent looked like that. I'm gonna be trying to get on a tennis <laughs> one of this. <laughs> We'd have a lot more money because there'd be a lot more sales coming through. Um, but yeah, that layer reveal was really cool. Um. The subway scene was kind of, I, I liked the subway scene, like when it was getting dark and then light and it was getting closer to you. Um, but I just, I just felt overall like. I'm at three. I wanted to go four because I really love Sam in this movie more than I did in the what, first one. Like, I think she kind of stole the show, but the Charlie character's fucking weak. I don't care about Charlie. We cared about Billy Loomis. We cared yeah. more about fucking Scream 2 where it's Billy Loomis's mom. Yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe because they did more with her or something. Or maybe, you know, I cared more about 3 when it was the fucking oh, yeah. Which, weird brother. Who was, who, who was Charlie? Charlie was the killer in 5 with the little girlfriend. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, and then the killers, surprise, surprise, are the dad and the sister yeah, and brother. If we don't care about the main one, we're not giving a fuck about the family. Like, right. that's what we're missing here, is yeah. make us give a shit. You I brought mean, the back, were... the kills were awesome. You brought, you bought, you brought, you brought back the fake jump scare, and then the real jump scare. I didn't jump, but I see where it was placed. We need more of that shit. The, um, the one scene where I, I can say my heart was pumping a little bit was when uh they were being attacked in the apartment like the um uh was it annika and the sister and they had to go out on the ladder oh yeah yeah cool that scene was good that was good because if that was me i'd be like fuck it i'm dealing with ghosts <laughs> and i felt bad that annika you know they had to kill the the hot lesbian girlfriend oh uh, um, yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah, I I felt like the, the twins. I really liked them. I really did not like. I mean, Jenna Ortega's character was a bitch in this movie. Yeah, you know. But you can understand why. So it's not like it was written wrong. You know what I mean? And those the two sisters fighting kind of added to the movie. Yeah. But why are we using Billy as a force ghost? <laughs> you know what though. I'm still cool with that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Man, her speaking of like you know, her therapist really went out like that was cool how he died. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did like that. I liked how they were trying to pin it on her. Yes, like she was the mastermind. Of, that was a cool concept where they were trying to blame how she went from a hero and, and she was ready to fight a bitch. I was like, uh, okay, Sam, <laughs> let's go. And she looks like when I look at her, she looks more middle eastern yeah but she is spanish because 
she got her start making like Spanish movies, but she looks more Middle Eastern. And that's why like when I look at them trying to be sisters, she looks more Middle Eastern than like Jenna Ortega Spanish. Yeah. So that's why I can't see them as sisters. But you know what? It, it held its own with different dads. So it kind of works. True. True. And you don't see their mom. Yeah. Well, that's going to be something though. Maybe that's Scream killer Seven Killer. Yeah. You ruined my thing by finding out <laughs> Billy Loomis and I had sex. I like. I mean, it it carried on without Nev Campbell. Oh, let's talk about that because actually, Brian Copen did want to mention something about that because uh, okay. he he was just on. A, I just did a show about um, the Haunted Mansion for Haunt History. Are you cheating on me? You're on another podcast my podcast okay (laughs) (laughs) all right so the fact that scream 5 made 24 million on its opening weekend then they dropped the main protagonist of the series forever because she wasn't happy with her compensation for the sixth installment cool and then the sixth movie has double the money opening weekend of the last so kind of proves stars are really expendable yeah exactly because i mean double yeah um this was a little faster movie than five really i felt the pacing was so goddamn slow watch five again (laughs) why watch i watched it on saturday and uh so did i i thought six was just maybe the scenes were just better well it was longer too it was over two hours Oh, I, I know you're old now and can't handle the two-hour <laughs> movie. Well, you know, <laughs> thankfully, my, uh, you know, I, I had to pace myself because I got like a big gulp soda. Oh, okay. So, but I was out of the popcorn within ten minutes. Wow. Yeah, we <laughs> we, we got there too early, and their theater wasn't ready yet. So I'm sitting by the gumball machines, just eating the fucking popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? The movie could have done without Gail Weathers. It could have, but she added some comedy to it. So I, she did. Like, I the, was the chemistry with her there. and Kirby, and when Jenna Ortega knocked her out, oh, <laughs> she hooked her ass. It's like damn. that was great. Sarah goes to hit her, she like misses, and then bow, little oh. Jenna Ortega comes out of nowhere. <laughs> but yeah, that scene, like in her um, her apartment, her her poor her poor man, yeah. you know. And I'm glad it was a guy that killed her and not another girl. Yeah, you know, yes. Like I said, I can't picture a five foot nothing killing Dewey like that. Right, and that's that's not what happened on screen. So I don't even know. Not one of the ghost face on screen equal the size of the girl in five or the daughter in six. So or even the or even the boyfriend, yeah, Dale's boyfriend. He was a big dude. Yeah, no, I don't. They know. Even, I mean, they didn't even. I mean, he's he's got a name on IMDb, a character name, but I don't think they gave him a name in the movie. Probably does. Expendable. Who's that dude? But yeah. Gail, you know, definitely held herself, and I was getting a little, you know, tension when she was trying to get open the gun safe, and it wasn't working. Yeah, yeah. But they. But, that's what I like to scream scream because they do build tension. You do get the jump scare. You get some fucking hardcore stabbing from Ghostface well, and well, from think, <laughs> little oh, little Loomis. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's the new thing now in horror movies. I think terrifier paved the way as far as being a little bit more brutal so yeah. let's let's jump on the terrifier train hey say. if it add, but i'm cool with that i don't care either way 
but we need we need to continue. Like now we're invested in these the core four. You need to invest us in a killer. That's the only way you're going to keep this moving. I'm saying Scream Seven, Stu, Stu, Stu. Yeah. I, I he would do that. it. He would do it oh, in a he minute. Would do a heartbeat. Yeah. And there's no reason you because they even brought his name up in the movie, I believe. Yep. Like, real quick. They did. And I, I and I like that they use the TV. You know. Like, uh-huh. But yeah, I like when Sarah, like you know, she put on the outfit and everything. It was like um a knight putting on their armor or something you know passing the torch or interesting whatever. ending when she drops the mask though because i was like she's looking at that mask kind of weird yeah. what's yeah. what are we doing because well, they kind of did the same thing like in friday 13th part five yeah where when, he's, you know he's looking at the mask yeah 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 but you know I think we're going to be on the screen train for a while. Like, well, Hunt Valley he, Monster Mania is already a fucking. They got uh, who they announced if I know David Arquette, Marley Shelton, those two so else. far, but you know what's coming. Yeah, dude, can you imagine if Jenna Ortega went. I yeah. might go. <laughs> I'm really <laughs> loving Jenna Ortega, like everything now. Yeah, yeah, she's a little cutie, you know. Did you um, see your Saturday Night Live skit about ridiculousness? No, dude, you find it on YouTube. It's so okay. funny. Is she parody? Is she parodying that horrible white rapper? The one that has that awful laugh. No, she's uh, okay. parodying a guest who's like really fucked up, but it's okay. it's entertaining. You gotta watch it. Okay, I want to watch the whole because I want to watch the Travis Kelsey one too. So I gotta watch the last couple episodes. Of oh Saturday yeah, Irene, Irene did watch that one. I was like, oh, have fun with that one. <laughs> so yeah, maybe uh, we'll put we'll pop that one in because uh, Pe- Peacock. Cool thing about Peacock, they have like all fifty. I know. Could you imagine trying to catch up with that? You'd be there forever. How so you figure fifty times fifty-two? Well, I want to say fifty-two. I think they do a regular maybe twenty-four to thirty episodes. We'll so, say thirty. Still. Let's see. Look a little math for the podcast out there. Fifty <laughs> years times, we'll say thirty-five. Whatever. Okay. That's seventeen hundred and fifty episodes. That's it. <laughs> You could you could probably do it. You could you know, do it. once one season a week or something like that if you really pump it out. And there's probably no commercials on the old ones. They probably just boom boom. boom um, boom, I don't boom. think actually. Yeah, you're right. I don't think there is any commercials. Um, so getting back to Scream. Um, okay, so Scream Five revitalized the franchise because I think Four was very stale, and it took like what uh, ten years for a sequel to come out. And so I think everyone's jumping on the Scream bandwagon, especially the cosplayers. And the one thing, like, hey, you cosplay, that's really cool, but the ghost face looks the same in every movie. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, people going crazy over the popcorn ghost face. Uh, like, it's this big. What are you going to fit? 12 pieces of popcorn in that fucking thing for $20? I mean, I would get like a NECA or Sideshow. Actually, the Sideshow Ghostface looks really cool. Yeah. So, and it's, you know, at a good price. That's the one that has like the sparkles in the robe, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, But yeah, I think think we're going to be on a screen train for a while. I wouldn't be surprised if we get about three more. Yeah, it's possible. And then, you know, I would say Scream 7 Gale's got to die. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, so on a scale of one to five, you rated it. A I'm three. at a three because I had fun. I yeah, stopped. I'm gonna give it a three too. I wasn't was feeling good. drowsy because I will. Yeah. I will fall asleep in a theater for real. Oh, I've I've done it before myself. <laughs> like I said, when Kirby came on screen, I was wide awake. But this kept so. my attention. I was interested in where the story was going. The third Excuse act was up just until where the I lost third me. Act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, Dermot Mulroney is a great actor, but anyone that goes after my family, I just kill. Like, oh, get out of here! And you're not going to get the new fans with this. Mm-mm. That's what's I find weird is like the what what I liked were the tropes we talked about. That yeah. linked it to the other horrors. The kids don't know about that shit. Yeah. So with yeah. these weak generic killers, like y- you need to find something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested to see what Jenna Ortega like is. Let's see. Let me pull her thing up real quick and see what she's got on her slate. I I'm just feeling she's gonna get typecast. I'm fine. I think she'd be fine with that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well. On her IMDb, she doesn't have anything in the works after Scream 6. I mean, obviously, we'll get the second season of Wednesday. Yeah. And apparently, you know, there was... um, Well, she said she wanted to cut some of the romance out and make it more horror. Yeah. Yeah. Which will work. Yeah. um, Well, speaking of, like, horror and everything, I forgot to mention in the beginning, Jamie Lee Curtis... The original Scream Queen won uh, Best Supporting Actress. You know, kudos to her for that. And it was really cool that she did, like, give a shout-out to... I didn't watch the Oscars at all. I haven't watched them in probably 10 years. Um, but she did give a shout-out to all, like, the um, ladies in horror. Like, uh, she said genre. Let's, oh, she said genre? Okay. Go f- just say fucking horror. Stop being a chicken shit. I uh, was talking to someone that had met her on a couple occasions for like signings and stuff. Yeah, and I've heard how not nice she is. No, I'm sure. And like the person met her at like um, Halloween twenty years later or twenty five yeah. anniversary. But when she was going for regular signings for like her books, yeah, she wouldn't sign anything but her book. And she would cause like a conniption fit. Someone wanted her to sign the fog. I don't know if it was a DVD. Yeah. And she pushed she pushed it back and she's like, I wasn't in this. And the person pushed it back. Yes, you were. <laughs> but you know, like like it takes 30 less than 20 seconds. Just put your fucking name on it. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. Like, I'll never understand that, man. But, you know, at least she doesn't forget where she came from, unlike other actors who get their big breaks in a horror movie, which was, you know, a B movie at the time. But for 40, you know, what, 43, 44 years now, like, like, Kevin Bacon, I'm going to call you out. Fuck Kevin Bacon. <laughs> I mean, this, what big break? He wasn't in anything fucking legendary. What? What was he in? Okay. Uh, Footloose. Fuck. Come on. A movie where you can't dance in town. Shut up. <laughs> okay. So, uh, okay. So Friday, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring up some Kevin. Bacon Friday doesn't quick. count. Friday thirteen doesn't count. He doesn't. Count? He doesn't count himself as a part of that. But you you see his bacon bits. Okay. <laughs> 
Hold on, I'm gonna bring his. I'm, I'm just saying, his... Kevin Bacon is not as big as everyone makes him out to well, fucking. He's be. been in some good stuff. Come on, uh, hold on. Tremors. Come on, what about Tremors? It really? You didn't like Tremors? It was okay. I don't go out. Of... Really wanted to do the TV show, and you know, I don't go out of my way to watch Tremors. I mean, I'll watch it if there's like nothing on. All right, let's see what he's been in. Okay, hold on. Let me go all the way down. Okay, come on. He was in National Lampoon's. Animal House. So was a lot of people. Okay. Um, let's see. Hold on. Okay. We talked about Footloose. Um, Quicksilver, where he was a bike messenger, and then they went on a bike race. No. Whitewater Summer. No. Have you ever seen that one? No. He was good in that, though. Okay. He could be good. That's fine. But what I'm okay. saying is, he is not the fucking star he thinks he is. Flatliners. It was okay. Okay. Uh, JFK. He had okay. JFK was a great movie. Few Good Men. Good movie. Okay. He was good at that. The air up there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me see. Murder in First was a good one. I really like anything uh, like historical. Plus, I had to do with Alcatraz. I yeah. Really like Sleepers was a good freaking movie. You can't deny that. The Sleepers was good. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see what we got here. Wild Things. No. I remember, I remember when that came out, Denise Richards. That was for other reasons and not Kevin yeah. fucking Bacon. Stir of Echoes. Yeah. Okay. Um how about Hollow Man? It was okay. Yeah. My thing is like everyone's like, oh, before Kevin Bacon blew up. How'd he blow up? Nobody was like, We got Kevin Bacon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not like he's Tom fucking Cruise or Ben Affleck or Brad Pitt. Like he's just fucking Kevin Bacon. Uh, speaking of Ben Affleck, that movie about uh, the Jordans—I want to see really that. Good. I know that looks really good, and I like that it's really focused on his mom and dad. Yes, you know, so that'd be interesting. So that's called—I think just called Air. Air, and, Air, yeah. Um, ben what? Affleck, I think, is like the owner or CEO of Nike, yep. and Matt Damon's um, the uh, scout. Or a designer yeah. saying, "We'll just make a fucking shoe about him." Yeah, and yeah, then Ben Affleck really thinks good. he's fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that looks really good. I'm not a shoe person by any means. No, but you got to give respect to what Jordan was and that brand that's still going today. Oh yeah, and it's ridiculous. Like I was watching a TikTok video. I guess there's like shoe conventions. Oh dude, they're sneakerheads. They're fucking nuts. And like this guy paid. Like $60,000 for a pair of shoes. Uh-huh. I'm just like, okay. You know. They'll I mean, retain its the value, money, though, too, though. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if I had the money, I'd probably do something similar and, you know, for a prop or something. But, yeah. So, overall, Scream 6, I would give it the same rating as you did. I'm not a big Scream fan. Like, I do have the movies. They're in my collection. I'm a completist. But give us something where we, like, like, in Scream 1 and 2, with the reveal of the killers, you're like, whoa. Even 3. After that, even 3 I, a little bit. Like you didn't, three. You didn't yeah. care that much about them, but it was yeah. like, really? They kind of like threw you on end. 4 did the same fucking thing, too. I was not expecting yeah. the ending in 4. I would have expected 3 more no, than I did no. 4. And you know what? And, and, and Emma Roberts played a good psycho. Too. I fucking love Emma Roberts. So, that she she does she's not enough. I think she needs to go in more. And that's uh, Eric Roberts' daughter. So I'm going to ask him how when I go next Saturday. How's Emma? 
<laughs> it's Julia Roberts's niece too, right? Yeah, Eric yeah. Roberts and Julia. Oh, are they? Sister. No yeah. Idea. But he's like he's like the redheaded stepchild of you know, he's got 750 movie credits, so he does anything for a buck. Yeah. Wow. So um another trailer with the movie, Renfield. I'm all in. I want to see it. I want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Is this you know it's gonna be like balls to the wall. It, will it though? I mean, if I get a little feeling of wokeness like coming he, like through. Eats, uh, yeah, I like how he eats the bug and gets powers. Yeah, that's funny. It, it's got a chance to be really funny. Speaking of balls to walls, before we close out, I watched Cocaine Bear last night. Okay, how was that? Fun. Fun. That, fun. That's what I keep hearing. But, you know, for a movie about a cocaine bear, the bear's really not in it that much. Yeah. Like, you know, it's really focused on um, two guys that work for um ray liotta uh to go and get the the drugs that were you know kicked off of the plane because the plane was crashing and <laughs> man that the, the the bear of the coke cracked me up and there was one scene where the bear falls on top of the guy because he because she just passes she passes out because she's high and they're talking like get we gotta get the bear off we gotta get him off of whatever and he's like it's not a male and he's like how do you know her vagina's on my ear <laughs> that had uh but, it was um ice cubes kid i hate he's calling looking more that. o'shea he's, jackson yeah O'Shea. he's looking more and more like his father yeah he's a good uh, actor one, i like him he is i loved nwa oh I dude loved NWA. i yeah. i it's one of the few movies i own on amazon because i want to be able to watch it wherever yeah. i am yeah he was pretty much the star of the movie yeah. um he was like the main actor carrie russell played the mom looking for the daughter um because the daughter and her were supposed to go to the woods to paint something and she's got a new boyfriend the woman who played the ranger she's always like a character actor she was funny as hell and then the guy that was in um modern family he was the one of the the gay couple yeah, Jesse yeah, yeah. Tyler Ferguson uh -huh. he is like he is like almost unrecognizable wow in this film. that's awesome yeah his his character was funny too and the it was gory um say the least um but yeah it was sad that it was ray Liotta's last film yeah. um but the soundtrack was great because it takes place in the 80s and they did leave it open for a sequel Definitely. of course they did of course she did <laughs> did you see the the two other trailers that were not horror related that i'm interested in uh, oh the jennifer lawrence one? yes that she had me fucking dying in the theater <laughs> yeah it kind of reminds me of um like almost like a pretty woman but reverse in a way it kind of reminded me of like license to drive where like they're two awkward dudes trying to hook up yes. with yeah but that shit looked funny and it looked funny as hell i i think it'll be corny but it might be funny that mama uh mama mafia, oh, mama mafia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah i like tony collette yeah I like tony collette. but uh, there's some fucking funny shit in that trailer too <laughs> yeah i'll wait to like you know come yeah i won't go see that it. those two, and they but... did they did open it up with the boogeyman boogeyman did you see that one? yeah the... why am i not remembering it though um Who's in that? I don't think anyone really big, but I believe Stephen King had something to do with that. Um, because originally it was going to go um, 
on Hulu. Let's see the boogeyman. Damn, we need to get one viewer on Twitch. <laughs> oh, it's six o'clock. Oh yeah, we do we um, in early. No one, no one, um, no one big. Yeah, that's probably why it's yeah. not. And then they have the same trailer that we've been watching for Evil Dead. Oh, I didn't get the Evil Dead trailer. I had it. Okay, well, that's getting like really great reviews. South by Southwest, it's getting really good reviews. So it's knows? it's kind of like it's a possession house movie. So I'm kind of I'm kind of into it. Yeah, I like possessions. Yeah. I like haunted houses. So yeah, for sure. We'll see. All right, all right, bro. You got anything else to add? That's it until next time. But uh, with Scream, I I'd say see it because it was still fun. Yeah. Yeah, and then you can leave like after like uh once Kirby like, starts after... talking about horror to the twin, then you can get out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. This has been the Horror Shed Podcast. We will see you next Monday. Goodbye.